on, it's okay. I'm, I'm convincing Gabriel that he can leave. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to, I want to bail on modding. It's like, dude, I, I think, I think it's under control. It's okay. Yeah. If we can I'll, keep, I'll as long as Ulysses stays, you know, respectful and chill, I think we're going to be all right. <laughs> right. That's what, <laughs> well, we're going to regret it now, Gabriel. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Geeks Camp, the home of, well, usually it's the home of like uh, RPG goodness and general tomfoolery, but today it's all about Batman. Um, mm. The Batman. All about Batman. Not only, not a Batman or some Batman, but the Batman. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm your host, Zach. I'm also joined by my co hosts, Troy and John. If you don't well, know us by now, you're one of many, many, many people. Um, you're you're in the majority, um, uh, but uh, yeah, we we so we when we changed our name to Geeks Can't, part of the reason for that hypothetically was, oh, we'll do some episodes that aren't about RPGs. Lo and behold, those are actually few and far between. But mm-hmm. today, this is going to be one, right? Um, it's going to be all about the Batman. Um, we've all seen it at this point. Um, it's all, it's part of our own, each one individual, like we all like Batman a lot. It's not something that we had to drag any one of us in kicking and screaming or anything other than very willingly. So, um, we're dying to talk about it and we haven't said boo about it yet to each other. Mm -hmm. Um, in an attempt to make this, Fresh. fresh. Yeah, my, and mine is fresh, fresh. Like yeah. When, while everybody was out gallivanting around in Lake Geneva, I took uh, – it, it was a rough week last week, just beyond being sick. I had some family yeah. stuff come up. But the the uh, icing on the cake, or at least the, the way that we tried to ice it, was my wife and I went out on a date last night and watched, yeah. watched the Batman. And so yeah. – so I'm it's ready. really fresh for you. It is very I'm fresh. I'm ready. And Bear Droid says, rightly so, I believe, that all of our non-RPG episodes seem to <laughs> involve Batman. That's so, brand. Uh, I don't, I don't like understand it. how that happened. I'm pretty. I'm going to blame Zach for that. That somehow he's Pied Pipered us to the at the foot the footsteps of Wayne Manor repeatedly yeah. here. But yeah, mm. it's 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 good. Pied Piper would actually be a great Batman villain. It would. Yeah, yeah. it would. It's yeah, a good one. Uh, all right. Well, here let's uh, let's okay. So let's put some organization to this, and we'll mm-hmm. we'll re- okay. we'll go back to one of my favorite shows of all time, p- favorite podcast of all time that Troy is begrudgingly listening to at this point. Um, but Sif Pop um, does this thing at the beginning of their episodes that I adore, and uh, they say, "All right, so the Batman. Did you like it? Love it? Hate it?" Uh, or felt like it was just okay. Like it, love it, hate it, or it was just okay. Uh, John, where did you fall in that? Okay, so short answer. Loved it. Loved it. All right, loved that's it. what we want. We want a short answer here. Troy, yeah. where are you at? <sighs> Man. I loved it. Mm. Ooh. Uh, I am going to be slightly different. I'm going to be on the high side of liked it. High side okay. of liked it is where I'm going to fall. Uh, there was enough about it that we'll get into here in a moment that 
wasn't my favorite interpretation of Batman mm. to make it not perfect. I don't think that's the movie's fault. It's just Zach's preference fault. So mm. interesting. Um, if you told me that it was your favorite Batman movie, great. I, I would not argue with that. Um, it's certainly going to be a lot of people's favorite Batman movie. Um, it won't be mine. So. That's actually a real, that's another question to ask. Can we let me yeah. do that really fast? Yeah, yeah. How does it compare to the other Batman movies? Not that we have to do like a top ten or anything like that, but like, is it is, Troy? If you loved it, uh, we'll start with you. Okay. Where does it sit in the echelon of Batman movies? Like somewhere between this and above that, or what do you think? Uh, it may be a little controversial, but uh, I would say Dark Knight is here, mm-hmm. and the Batman is here. Just okay, barely so just below. right underneath it. Okay, gotcha. Just yeah, right okay. underneath it. Yeah. All right, Zach? Uh, Dark Knight, and then um, I would say there is a step down, and on that next step, I would put like the Batman and ba- probably like Batman Returns. Batman Returns. Interesting. Yeah. That's an yeah. interesting one to go to. Okay. Yeah. I thought maybe yeah. it would be like a still a, a Christopher Nolan, like a Batman Begins, maybe. Or no, a, I don't. Batman Begins is fine, but it's not going to hit that. Like it's it's probably going to be like I could probably do a quick one, but it's probably like The Dark Knight, then probably the Batman, and then Batman Begins, and then Batman, mm-hmm. and then. Or I'm sorry, Batman Returns, and then Batman, and then it gets sketchy. Right? <laughs> then it turns into Schumacher gets, territory. <laughs> well, Schumacher and Batman Begins, and uh, and The Dark Knight Rises, and uh, anything Zack Snyder related, all just kind of like cluster down there at the bottom. And given any one random day, I could probably pull one of them out and say like, "Oh, I really like this one today. I even really like the Schumacher stuff." I think. Val Kilmer may be my favorite Batman so far. What? Um, yeah. Whoa. What? Yeah. Whoa. Gosh. So, <laughs> the hell? Yeah. That's the hot take of the night and, right there. And I, thought, right. and I thought I had a hot take, but no. Holy no. Yeah. stromboli. Okay, 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 that is so, not what I would have. Okay, that's cool. So, so Zach brings bad. it up. So, John, Zach's favorite Batman is Val Kilmer. Who is your favorite Batman? All right, so let me do this first before I answer that. Let me let me give you mine, right? So of the, yeah. the the ranking, I'm actually with Troy on this one. Where Dark Knight is, I mean, it's just unstoppable. the The movie's amazing, um, and I think that about sixty percent to seventy percent of that is based on Heath Ledger's Joker. Honestly. Oh, mine is way higher than that. Wait, of like dedicating the, because of him, it was that yeah. that freaking yes, good. Yeah. You're, maybe maybe so. All. It was pretty much all the fact that it was Heath Ledger. Yeah, I don't know, man. There was like, I don't want to get too deep in the weeds and in the 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 virtues of the Dark Knight, but a a lot of it was like it was a crime drama, and it was the first time they'd really gotten a a, a good crime drama. Mm -hmm. It was like Heat or you know something like that, where it's not a Mm -hmm. like a superhero movie necessarily. It's like a gritty crime drama, and I I I dug that. So it wasn't necessarily. I mean, Heath Ledger did so much for that, but yeah. That's besides the point. Uh, and then I would say the Batman is like, God, man, it's it's uh, it's it's below the Dark Knight, but man, it's it's a con- it doesn't contend with being equal, but it's just it's up there wanting so bad to get like a, a couple car lengths 
within within the the within the range of Dark Knight. It's so good. Uh, best Batman. Holy moly! Let me think about that just for a second. I think that I don't know that there has been a perfect Batman for me yet. I think the closest one that yeah. you're going to get is uh, what is it? Is it Bruce? What's this? Um, who's the guy that voices him in uh, the cartoon and in? Uh, or is it like uh, something yeah. Tim? God, I can't remember his name. Chad, help me out. Anyway, the the guy that does the voice for him Conway. in all of, Conroy, Kevin Conroy. Conroy. Thank you, Conroy. thank you, Conroy. That's right. Thank you. Uh, Kevin Conroy is probably my favorite Batman, flat out. Okay. And maybe that's he's, unfair. He's the I'm voice gonna, of Batman. Yeah. yeah, he's the voice. He's but you, but the you can't. Voice you, of but you can't. You can't. Yeah. It's got to be live action. Fine. It's got to be live action. Still Kevin Conroy because he played uh, he played <laughs> old Batman good. in the the, the CW's uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. So I win. Did he <laughs> Still really? I did. He did. I did not he did. know he did. He, did, yeah. he played, did he played uh, Batman the Broken, which was like he was like a no, spoiler alert as on spoilers on spoilers here. He was like the, an evil Batman. Uh, oh, yeah, so but no, if we're talking about movie Batmans, ba- Batman. Then, Batman's uh, or men? Batman's the the, the, the men's Batman's Dems, Dems the Batman's Dems, Dems the Batman's. Uh, man, that's really really Batsman. tough. Batman. <laughs> Sounds like a lawyer. It's a Kingsman. It's plural on Batman. Bat. Yeah. Batman. Uh, yeah. Uh, crap, man. I really do like. I think people give gave him a hard time, but I did, I like Christian Bale as Batman. But you know what? I mean, like, at my my initial gut reaction. To um, uh, to uh, what's his face? The Batman, um, the current one, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson, thank you, Robert Pattinson. My current initial reaction was glittery vampires, no way. But I've seen some of this other stuff that he's been in, and I, that's not fair. He even hates the Twilight series and like pokes <laughs> fun at it all the time anyway too. So, but he did a really good job for a young Batman. He, did. He, was a, yes. he was a great young Batman. He needed a freaking haircut really badly, but uh, I disagree. Yeah. But we can get into that later. That's fine. Yeah. yeah okay. So that, but there's, that's that. If I, if I have to pick one, I'll say Christian Bale. But I think that Robert Pattinson did and, uh, a bang up job on a young Batman for sure. And I gotta say, like, I, I want to put a quick caveat in that Ben Affleck like gave me the Batman feels the most. Yes. Um, he, he, he is my favorite. Okay, there you go. Well, sorry, I should have just waited two minutes and Trey would have. You could, yeah. <laughs> and, and my thing about the Ben Affleck Batman is it's hard to argue against him because he never got a decent movie of his own where mm-hmm. he could really be seen as. And that could have changed my mind as well as him not being as good. I think visually. Affleck he, was the best Batman, but he had yeah. well, yes. Because and I, and I, I say this all the time: the, the the most Batman scene I had ever watched in a movie is the first part of Batman versus Superman when he dri- gets in that car and drives into the middle of Metropolis and helps all that oh, stuff yeah. and pulls that little girl <laughs> and he and the look of just calculated hate. As Superman and Zod are crashing through buildings, and he's just like, you can just see it's love like first sight to Troy. It's like, I love man, you, if if there's you know, and, and it's that and it's that line. If there's even a one percent chance that this guy can turn on us, we have to take it as a certainty that it will happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's Batman. Yeah, Batman. Uh, 
And and Chad is asking if we're rating actors, uh, an actor's Batman versus their Bruce Wayne or just the total performance. For me, it's just a feel, and definitely Bruce Wayne factors into a feel. That's mm. you know. It, but uh, all right, so let's do this now. So we've given it uh, a like it, love it rating. Um, we've put it on the scale, right? Mm-hmm. So now, why? Why is it second place for all of us? Like, what? What is? What is so good about this? Uh, this Batman. Oh man, um, I'll tell you what. The, the man, the feeling. Like at the fair from the very beginning, man, I was hooked hard. Especially like the first fifteen to twenty minutes in, especially. Like, oh my god! This, like, I went into it pretty skeptical, um, okay. because these days you can like you can get sold a false bill of goods with a trailer, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I and I liked the trailer, which made me that much more apprehensive about it. But in the first fifteen to twenty minutes, it felt like, uh, like first of all, it almost felt like it was filmed. The first bit of it was filmed in the nineties. Is what it felt like. It was almost like this crow. Like the like the crow vibe of like this really de- this decrepit decaying city that's falling apart. Like the the architecture was exactly what I would have anticipated in, in Gotham mm-hmm. to actually be. So like the atmosphere was just it was dripping with it. What it was though that it, that got me is it's bat noir. Yeah, it is it is super super noir and it just it drips with it. It is it's, it's so good. Yeah, drips is a great word. Oozes is the word I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Like it is, it is the thickest coating of noir you could put on anything. Oh, There's man. so much like over narration, right? There is a presentation of Batman. There's a presentation of the city. It's always raining. It's yep. always night. It's yep. always dirty. It's always loud. Or you know, like even if like, it's even if it's daytime, it's always overcast. It's yes. always shadowy. It's like the darkest version of day that you can you're going to end up getting out of it. It's yeah. like the like the the, cl- the the sun hardly ever cracks through the crowd clouds until towards the end. Yeah, yeah. There's a huge color palette um, for red in this mm-hmm. movie until the end, um, but uh, like it's like black, gray, and red mm-hmm. for ninety percent of this movie. Um, mm-hmm. and that's pretty, that's pretty, uh, pretty, it, it kind of plays into that feel even more so. Yeah. Um, everything that you just said is part of the reason is the reason that I, I'm, am in the high side of liked it and not in the loved it category. Okay. So you weren't expecting, you didn't like, here's the thing. Let me, let me, let me take that idea just for a second, if I may. Yeah. One of the things that I thought about whenever, and now that you mention it, I think of some of it may be because of the internal monologue and a lot of the, the like mental narration that was going on with with Bruce as the story mm-hmm. was developing. It now in retrospect, it, it smacks of in the best way for me uh, of uh, Rorschach from The Watchmen. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, the it, good side of Rorschach. Yeah, the, yeah. It well, wasn't which I, that's one of my yeah. that's my my favorite character out of The Watchmen. So like maybe that's yeah. I made a, a connection between the two. No, it's not that though. It's it's the fact that I feel like we just got this Batman. Like this Batman is like, let's do Christopher Nolan's Batman, only more real and more dark. And 
my favorite Batman presentation is of a Batman and a Gotham, but especially a uh, rogues gallery that can be a bit weird mm-hmm. and a bit unbelievable and can be superheroes and supervillains and not like, you know, gosh darn it, we're going to have a Batman that makes sense, that he's going to drive a car that makes sense, his villains are going to be real people, and not in silly, like, there's nothing about this movie that isn't super grounded in some sort of reality. His car has a jet engine in it. Yeah, but it's not, it's a, it's a car with a jet engine. You said all the words of that, none of that was... That's fair. Okay, so it's not like a It was not a Batmobile. You did not say his Batmobile was a car with a jet engine on it. It's very clearly just a black car with a jet engine strapped. Let me make this argument, though. I believe that this was in part, uh, this was in part the the flavored by the longest Halloween. I think so too. And as a result, they even said to themselves that that Batman had only been in operation for two years. This is a very young Batman. And why that's important though, specifically is because Batman is the, uh, he's the root of of his own escalation. Yes. Yes. So the the weirdness hasn't come into play yet. That's like on the horizon as a result of how much he's done in this and, and elsewhere. I love this movie, right? Uh, or I guess I really like this movie. Yes. <laughs> um, but but I think it's great. I just don't need to see it again. I, I, let me mm. back up. Let me back up. I liked seeing it again. But if you were to ask me if I want to see it again, like a Nolan type of Batman again, or if I want something different, I want something different this time around. I feel we're like not we got get... something different this time. No, around. I, this I is, feel like we did. This we got, is, we got, we got more Batman. of that. We got it's Batman mixed in with seven is what we got, exactly. which, is ex- which is exactly what I wanted the, out of the this is the most This is the most dark night detective Batman we've had since Adam West. Yes, mm. but but John just said when he was talking about the dark night that he got some sort of like crime thriller thing there right, too. But he, like, it's talking, not the same. He's talking about the heist. Yeah. Or, I know, but or, or something. And this is... The, the, this the is, Heat, which is the highest film. Yeah, yeah. The Heat, yeah, Heat. Uh, and this is much more of that gritty seven serial The bone killer, collector, kiss the, the girls, along came yes. a spider, it's, it's that fallen. kind of yeah. creepy. Yeah, it is. It is. I, and again, I really liked it. I just, like, what this promised us is that we will never see Mr. Freeze in this series. We will never see Poison Ivy in this series. We will so. never see Man Bat in this series. We will never see Clayface in this well, series. We will, I, I don't like, care if we never see Man Bat. That's fine. Man Bat is, is not everybody's favorite. But what I'm saying is that, like, this is a very specific type of Batman, and I love it. it but we already got three movies of it. Now, I don't know. now I'm, this I'm one not, leans I'm more so- into this one leans more into investigation. It yes. leans more into more nothing. This was like it we finally got heavy, to see him heavy, be. Heavy. Yeah, this is like it leaned hard into the investigative. Hard, it did. I loved it. I loved it did. But 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 look at the scale of Batman, the spectrum of Batman that you have in the comics. Mm-hmm. This is certainly on the same end of the scale as Nolan's Batman. Yeah, I don't know about that. Okay, so you're okay. Hang on. So you're saying that the the micro beef that we're talking about here, right? We're not talking yeah, about yeah. like this is not a no, yeah, game yeah, breaking, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But your beef is that there's nothing fantastical enough about it to where you can have 
you're not going to get the other rogues gallery members that you that we actually I, I'll say myself I love Clayface I love oh, Mr. Yeah. Freeze all the like not zany necessarily but again fantastical you don't you yeah. don't see that I see that as an escalation point. No, and Matt Reeves has already said as much that he's looking to do a hyper-realistic Batman. He's mm. he's already committed to going so far as to say that the Joker is not going to be a key villain in any of his movies. Like, mm. and I love Matt I'm Reeves, and I love this movie, and I'm happy. I'm fine with whatever he chooses to do. Right? Like, but but he's already told me that I'm not getting that, so mm. I'm not going to even hold out a hope for it. Like, and he didn't make a, feeling, a movie. I have a feeling that if the studio says, Boo, I know. Yeah, well, he, nope. they're gonna they're gonna cram you know freaking Joker. Joker's coming. Joker's well, gonna they come had as... here's a here's a spoiler, an auxiliary spoiler. There's a five minute cutscene yeah, where yeah. he had a he was in Arkham with the Joker. Yeah, they released a like deleted this, scene. Yeah, like this neat uh, Clarice meets Hannibal Lecter. It's extremely that it's it's yeah. so much that that that's why I'm sure that's why they cut it uh, well, because it, it's like. Oh, in this universe, Bat—the Joker is Hannibal Lecter, right—and that is interesting. But it's super. The Joker is Hannibal mm-hmm. Lecter. I think. I think the main reason why they didn't do it, didn't do that though, is because they didn't want to. They didn't want to put themselves in a corner with the the visual design of the Joker. Then first why would of all, they release this second- officially? This is an official release. Like this isn't just a deleted scene that they're like, oh, hey, check it out. This is on like a built website that is tied into the movie that is being promoted by the director, the sure. cast. Every like this is a real as real as the scene gets. But it's, even- it's, it's still considered deleted scenes though, and deleted scenes <sighs> are completely ignored as a part of a film's yeah. canon whenever they're moving on with a sequel. Yeah, if they were going to do that, then they should have uncredited Ezra Miller and the freaking. Uh, That's fair. Uh, credits but i think they're committing to him as the joker no matter Wait, what ezra miller whatever Who his is name it? is the, ezra miller is the guy that no, does the no, as the flash, the, flash. Right? the other yeah. the other kid that looks like the flash i know you're talking about the, thing, the other ezra miller john yeah 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 i, yeah, I think i think uh, valenaz is right i think that they're trying to keep their options open they don't want to tie themselves down to one specific actor one specific look one specific origin story that's why Everything was very blurred, very shadowy, and very kind of like off, like very askew of the camera. Oh, whenever, for sure. In the whatever moment they didn't have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to. I need to wrap up this part so that we can, yeah. yeah, go on to what we like because I feel like we could talk forever about this little micro section, right? Well, and I think it's, that's important though because yeah. I think yeah. it's it's just interesting to me that that bit that is just like. That's off for you though, but it's, yeah, but I get it we can move because I, I I'm a huge, the, the way I was looking at it is I'm a huge Arkham game. Like the video game, the mm. Arkham series is huge for me. Like that's sure. my favorite way that I've consumed Batman stuff thus far. And you know, of all the games, this movie felt like it came directly from the Arkham origins game. It comes from the mm. same time period. It feels identical. It mm. feels so similar. Um, I that was my least favorite game because it felt like it had to do these like the 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 you know everything's grounded. The villains have to be toned down versions of themselves. You know it couldn't go to Batmany heights because mm. it was like, well, we got to set the stage and we got you know this is early. Like all the things that really do make sense, and I like reading about them in books. Just don't make for quite as exciting of a Batman story and quite as Batmany of a Batman story as when mm. you're in the middle of his career and he can 
and and everything is you know balls to the walls bonkers right mm-hmm. um and that's where i love it and we're it, so so you know matt reeves is already getting at least two movies plus a tv series right yeah they've already announced a penguin tv series there's already talks of a joker series so that also kind of shoots your uh which i hope that your idea is right to some extent but um they're already in discussions to do a joker series with the joker that we saw um Hmm. so um i'll be interested to see how that how that rolls out right yeah. yeah so we're so from batman begins right whenever that came out in like what like 2001 2004, somewhere in there, right? We're going to have 25, 30 years of Batman where the live action main run of Batman is the super realistic version. Mm. That's the part that bothers me. And the only fantastical Batman we've had has been Affleck. Yeah. And he didn't get, we didn't, we got. We, we got, got a, look. We got a pretty friggin' fantastical Batman walking walking around in the Bat Mobile Gundam suit. I like that Batman, but and we I'm, didn't get I'm, a Batman series. We didn't get yeah. like the Batman yeah, movies for twenty five to thirty years are going to be this super realistic version. I here's the thing though. Let me let me throw this at you. Yeah. I don't think that's going to be the case. I don't think it is either. And the main reason why I don't even think it's a Matt Reeves thing. Don't worry about Matt Reeves thing. Because here's what's going to happen. Batman's the Batman that Matt Reeves has is not the only Batman in the DCU. Michael Keaton's Batman is making a return in the new Flashpoint movie with the Flash in it. I think what's going to end up happening. You're seeing this elsewhere, right? I think you're seeing that what the 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 angle that DC is trying to take things is to have this uh, like encapsulated films that use their properties. That are not part of an extended universe. Yep. Okay. That's, said. What, that's why you've it's got like all, the Joker be, is its own yes. thing, one and done, moving on, right? Do you it's think, all going to be though, Elseworlds. Do you think, though, let me let me pitch this, because I love this, right? I love that we got a weird Joker movie, that we got mm-hmm. Zack Snyder doing his thing, that now we've got Matt Reeves doing his thing, that mm-hmm. we've got a Harlequin movie, we've got a, you know, we've got James Gunn coming in to do his shtick. Like, that is awesome to me. Here's the thing, though, and I, I I say this with all the hope that I'm wrong, right? I don't think that that's a plan from DC. I think that's desperation from DC. Oh, oh and I think entirely I possible. Think, I think that when this Batman does as well as it's done, and if it does as well for the next one, and if they have an HBO series or whatever coming out with the Penguin, if they do it, like I see DC being like, "This is our Batman." Now mm-hmm. we found it. Let's let's commit. They might, and that's what I'm afraid of. Is that, um, and if we do do that, then this is then we'll have at least five or six years of this being a bat the Batman. Maybe so. And we will have thirty years of this, but we'll also have while that thirty years that Jeez Batman Louise. is running its while that Batman is running its course. You'll also have Shazam two. You'll have, uh, and in conjunction with it in the same universe, you'll have Shazam and uh, Black Adam together. And as a matter of fact, in the new Flash movie, you've got uh, Batman. You've got Batman from Tim Burton's Batman is in it. You've got uh, Supergirl is from the Tim Burton Batman universe, and Ben Affleck Batman will also be in that movie. So they're doing this big crossfold rip type thing that MCU is doing with. Spider-Man No Way Home. And, and, and that's and the, and that's, that's the one thing that I'm worried about is because I already don't like 
those DC movies other than Shazam and Wonder Woman. I love Shazam. Well, um, Shazam the first Wonder Woman. Freaking amazing. It was, yeah, the yeah. first Wonder Woman. And it smacks of, hey, uh, Marvel put three different Spider-Men in their movie. Mm-hmm. So let's put like, you know, seven different Batman in ours and it'll be See, great. It'll to be, be fair, best. though. To like, be fair, oh they didn't know that unless they got like some kind of weird leak that no one else got. They didn't know that well, until there was speculation up until like but they knew a month they before already, the film was released for Spider-Man. Whereas yeah. they've been in pre-production and production for the Batman, this Flashpoint movie for like three years. Yeah, but Here's, they've also they've also seen the writing on the wall that Marvel was putting together this multiverse thing. Maybe. And so yeah. they, you know, with, with the whole DC Warner Brothers mindset of we've got to get to where Marvel is now, but we don't want to put any of the work into it. So let's just go right there. Let and, me pitch uh, a, it's like, let me uh, pitch a weird thing. I think the flashpoint movie is them tying the bow and being done with it. Being because done with I, I think you're like, we need to get a bat. We need to have a Batman in this movie and we got to find a way to do it. That doesn't bring on another Batman. Cause we're going to go somewhere else, but Maybe. we've got to wrap this thing up. And so let's do a flashpoint. Let's grab Michael Keaton. Let's, let's say, ta-da, it's done. And then, uh, but it's not done. It's not done. Well, yeah, you're making a tendrils. TV series out of the Batgirl from the Michael Keaton universe. There's also. an Aquaman. There's an Aquaman movie coming. And oh, right. yeah. So it's like, Look, come I, on. We can get stuck in the weeds on yeah, the DCU and all that stuff. Back. I'm with you guys. I think that it, I, uh, WB or Warner Brothers has yet to get their crap together on yeah. DC films. They've What they've done is they've had some really ambitious directors that they gave just the right amount of freedom to do what they really wanted to. Like I'm looking at yeah. Joker really more than anything else and Shazam and a couple of the other ones where they've, they've struck gold yeah. with a, with a handful of James, them, but the James vast Jones, majority of them Suicide are, Squad is, I think exactly what he wanted. To yes. Make. Yeah. The, the Suicide, the suicide Squad. Yeah. yeah the great. Suicide Squad, whereas the, the original suicide and squad. Birds of Prey. Any, or, listen, or anytime survivors. you have to start putting, distinguishing between the Suicide Squad right. and Suicide Squad, Batman and the Batman. Yeah. You just need to get a little bit more creative. <laughs> um, it's like Ghostbusters versus the real Ghostbusters cartoons. Yeah. yeah. No, this is yeah. the real Ghostbusters. Let me let me ask you this though, getting us back to the Batman real quick here. Uh let's steer it back. What do we think about the villains? So our our villains for the movie were Penguin, mm-hmm. Falcone, Riddler, and then a pseudo cameo or pseudo appearances from the Joker and Catwoman. If mm. you want to call Catwoman a, a villain. I, I, I don't consider her a villain. She's definitely more of a, in this one, she's a, definitely a, a, not. Yeah. yeah. She's more of an ally. Um, mm-hmm. I will say that I, you still cannot make me believe that Colin Farrell was anywhere in this movie. Yeah, I don't, I don't care what those credits say. Oh my god, that was not Colin Farrell. That was that know. is probably some of the best makeup, oh hands down, that I have seen in a film. Man. I don't know why they felt the need to cast role. him. I don't know why they felt the need to cast him because they're like, we want Colin Farrell, but we don't want him to look or or act or yeah. sound like Colin Farrell. You know what that's called? That's acting. That's that's act- good. Oh, for sure. That's but good. who? But who I, was like, hmm? Right. Who should be good for this? Well, oh, you know who? The guy that played Bullseye in the Daredevil movie—that's the one we want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I totally forgot the whole way through the movie that he was in it. Yeah. And it's yeah, like, but I knew for sure. Yeah. And I'm like, I was watching trying to credits, see him through like, there. And I was like, I'm like Colin I do not see him. Who'd Colin he did Farrell a great job too. Like, he did. He was oh, a great penguin. I, I watched, uh, he was on hot ones and I watched the interview with him and, uh, he was talking about how he goes, it's freeing being inside oh, yeah. of that suit. That yeah. you don't have to be, he doesn't have to be anything that he's ever been before. And when he looks in the mirror, it makes him feel like the thing that yeah. he's, it's yeah. like, it's like a kid in, at, uh, and, uh yeah. on Halloween, yeah. you put that costume yeah. on, you're like, I am not who I was before. I'm I put not this Timmy. On I'm, the I'm not Timmy. I'm Superman now. Right. I love, um, I love that we got to see, uh, his club 40 mm-hmm. below. I loved that they gave him strong ties to the mob. Yep. Like to me, like if they did anything perfect in this movie, the most perfect thing in this movie, let me rephrase it to that. The most perfect thing in this movie is penguin. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want any other, like as much as I love Danny DeVito penguin, mm-hmm. I was completely okay with this one. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Like the Batman great. actually turned out to be a penguin origin movie. That's essentially all it really was, was just setting up the penguin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I um, loved I loved John Turturro as Falcone. I yeah. was not seeing that coming at all. I man. He's the last yeah. guy I would have ever expected in that role, but he to really me, did a great job. Yeah, to me it was like watching uh Robin Williams in one hour photo. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because yeah. Robin Williams. Oh, I love Robin Williams. He's such an awesome person and all this stuff. And you watch him in that movie and it just creeps you out so much more because your brain cannot. Yeah. yeah he's an actor, but it's Robin Williams. And why is he being so creepy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what John true. Cause and he just, it's like, he's the scummy person that you don't want to like, but you do. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he's very charismatic in the movie. Yeah, he did a great job. Very, very, very good. Now, if we're talking about performances, go ahead, Zach. Well, I was going to say, I was going to say though, I'll I'll stand back on my soapbox for just half a moment. (laughs) (sighs) Totoro can that Totoro would have been a great villain in any movie. Yes, like, like, and as much as that shouldn't be a knock, that was the first thing I said when I walked out of the theater after I said, I love the movie. And we talked about how cool Batman was. I was like, they're like, you know, and we're talking, but we were talking about like, what do we not like? And I'm like, Turturro and Falcone are a villain that can be in any movie. But that's, I know. That's kind of true though. I know. Right. Well, that's just it though. He's supposed to be a crime boss. I know. You're you're setting Penguin up to be a crime boss also. Yep. In this, yep. actually, that's actually a really good distinction, too. The Batman was really, uh, as far as I can recall, recall, is the first time in film that Batman tackled organized crime. It's always been some bad guy or some bad guy or some realistic, bad guy. Realistic organized crime, yes. Right, well, right the, the way a criminal enterprise would actually work at, like a, at a street level, right? I think Goth, the Gotham TV show does it, but, well, but well, you yeah, wasn't Batman. Yes, but I'm not yeah, thinking about yeah. like films. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. you have when you have more time yeah, to yeah, chew yeah, 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 on yeah, something yeah. like that. I think fair you're getting to get enough. away with it. I'm thinking yeah. more about like films, though. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. But no, I like I like that though. It, <sighs> we talked about it being a crime drama before, right? Of like that's like that was yeah. like the Nolan niche, but yeah. in this, it was a combination of the it was noir and it was 
uh, it was a really more than anything. It was kind of like it was this uh, this hodgepodge of things, yeah. right? Of like it's it's an organized crime film. It is it's seven. It's a thriller suspense movie. I, suspense you know what thriller kind of mashed together. You know what I think? I think it's just like there's this little tiny like railroad switch that you come to at some point in the movie. Mm-hmm. And and you either buy you either fall in love with and it's just the smallest of shifts, right? You either fall in love with the fact that this is gonna be a year two story, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 then everything click 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 clicks into place and, and it all is awesome. And I can see like I think that I could have walked out feeling that way, right? Um, because I don't mind year one or year two Batman stuff. And I, I can see there's a place for it for sure. But I think there's there's that switch that it's either like either you love that as the pitch for the Batman that we're going to get or you were hoping for something different. And mm. I think that if you popped over into that second track, it doesn't matter how good they do year two stuff, which I think because everything we're saying like Totoro could be in any movie. That's perfect for year two, right? Like, yeah. Um, but it doesn't matter how well they do that. It's never going to be on the track that you're on if you were hoping for a different feel, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's that's where I'll, I'll line up. Because I, I agree, Turo's a mate. There's perfect Falcone. Just, I was like, oh, Falcone's like the most normal Batman villain on the Batman villain docket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, let me, let me throw this at you really quick. I know that we kind of... We're, uh, this may be a shift and it can wait. Right. But I do yeah. have one nitpick. It's well, a, so it's pretty significant enough to where I was like, so I, I, I want to hear it real quick, but, but, but before that, let could we, could we bounce really fast? We did the penguin and we did Falcone. I'm with you. Yeah. Okay. Right. Cool. Yeah. So, um, oh, so we've got the Riddler and I think that Paul we've got to cover that. God, yeah. Paul Dano. Wow. He gets punched in every movie he's in. That's what I, he's like the Boromir or he's the Sean Bean of punches. He yeah. gets punched in the face in every single movie that he is in. Yeah. Go back and watch. The I don't tapes. even think, I don't even think Go it's back, probably in the script the until they cast Paul Dano. And then they're like, <laughs> oh, wait, Paul Dano's in here. He's no, got a punchable face. Got a punch mm-hmm. well, I think it's even probably on the set. They're like, you know, the director's like, wait, <laughs> cut. What if you punched it? Like really <laughs> hard right, right here. Like, like, Matt he, Reeves is like, <laughs> You know what the scene needs? More face punching. Paul, yeah. let's do it, Paul, man. Paul's probably like, um, sir, I, I can't take this role. Well, why not? There's no punching. There's no face punching in this. It's can a you, trademark. Can, I'm can sorry. you put that in there? I need to be punched. It's, it's part of my brand. He's um, super smart, right? Like this this movie yeah. gives him that like yeah. super high intelligence and also like manages to do a new take on him that is mm-hmm. creepy and realistic and by the end, terrifying. Yes. Yeah. yeah the, this man, I tell you what, that scene where he's Bruce Wayne. Yeah. You're it just was dreading like, it. You're like, no, they're not going to do that. I have, a, like, I have an all take on that scene. Can we do like, that real quick? How? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, he milked the crap out of that scene. Yeah. And you're just like. Man, when's the hammer gonna drop? When's the hammer gonna drop? I think that he pulled it. I think so. So I don't have any evidence for this, and you are probably right. But I think that he pulled that. I think that the Riddler knows that the Bruce Wayne is Batman, 
and he is taunting, but he knows that the cameras are rolling just as much as Bruce does, and he is saving it for a time mm. when he is more in power. He taunted mm. him because he knew that Batman was going to be like, oh, no, and get just all emotional and nervous and anxious, and like, and he was teasing him, and then he just tucked it back in his pocket and saved it for a rainy day later. I, I mean, that's the I, the whole time I watched the scene, I was like, it's probably not that, but what a Riddler thing to do, to do mm-hmm. that, to get the, well, to have his cake and eat it too. It's, it's a, it's a very Riddler thing to do. And it's a very Joker thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's very much that whole, we're, you know, the whole mirror thing that, that yeah. this movie was. Yeah. Is like that with the Joker as well. It's like, you if you don't have your rogues gallery you don't you no longer exist mm-hmm. yeah and i think the rogues gallery also knows that yeah yeah so it's yeah. like exactly yeah so if if he did know it that very well could be that he he pulled he pulled it back but i don't know i don't know but it, it was such an intense and he did it so such a great scene well yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know, it was a great scene, and it was. Uh, and again, I, that's one of the things that I'd been I'd missed. You get just a whiff of it in the Nolan films mm-hmm. whenever they were doing the ballistics testing. That's like yeah. that's it, though. That is the only time that I can recall in, in the history of Batman films where he did any real investigation at all. But in well, this was, one, man, they chewed it up, and it was great. That was my huge gripe about the Dark Knight Returns. Mm. Batman is supposed to be the world's greatest detective. Mm-hmm. And Dark Knight Rises. Sorry, I'm clarifying. What did I say? Return the Dark Knight Rises. Um, And then you know, Selena breaks into his house and steals stuff right in front of him, and he's like, "Oh, how'd that happen? Mm -hmm. That's weird." Yeah, yeah, (laughs) that's weird. What the heck? The the thing that I was worried about though with him was that they put him on ice like two thirds of the way through the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't really want him to orchestrate something from a cell just like Joker mm. in in The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. Obviously, he still was the main orchestrator. But to have like all of his goons, oh, his man. followers really dress up like him and like, like, I'm like, holy crap, this is terrifying. It's great. It feels real. It feels and it gives it makes the Riddler feel more like a legitimate threat for Batman. Well, yes. And it's actually like one of the things in the comics, you know, that, that I think is, it has been missed in every other iteration of the, the Riddler, even in the cartoon really, is that Riddler was never a loner. He, he had a goon squad that worked with him yeah. too. I mean, Joker was really more of a, the, the Hellcat that couldn't be trusted that would turn on people and on a dime. But, um, the Riddler was smart enough to know that he was the brains and he still needed muscle and he had, he had contingencies on contingencies. But, you know, this one though takes that in a different light and says that it isn't muscle so much as They're it followers. is believers, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. He it's has cult. a cult. Yeah. yeah. And it's that good. Was very so creepy cool. about it. That's what yeah. made that to me. That's what made this different because it's, it's seven on a different level because mm-hmm. John Doe, is just so much of a loner working by himself and manipulating everything around him throughout seven. And here at Riddler is doing the same thing. He's, he's the David Koresh of his own cult, but he's, yeah. yeah. And he's just pulling these people out of so everywhere. 
so real quick, um, cause I'm, I, I want to get to John's nitpick, um, here, but let's, let's round out the villains then with a quick nod towards the Joker. And we only saw a hot minute and then we got the mm-hmm. deleted scene. What do we think? I'm glad they didn't put the deleted scene in it. Honestly, I think that it was a, I, it, it was okay. That was, that's like the Joker's inclusion. And it was just kind of a, well, all right, that's, they, they did that. There wasn't anything that was special to me, at least that was like super special about it or that was unnerving or it was kind of like they put it in there just so that they could have the Joker in the film. Almost. I, for me, how I took that scene was cause you know, they, they, they go to great lengths to make you understand that this is year two. Mm-hmm. I feel like they put him in the movie to say, now you know what he did in year one. Mm-hmm. And oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you know, because he, it's he, like, he had dealt, he the had Joker dealt, ended up in Arkham because of what happened during year one and probably yes. why he got his scars and all that stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So, that's a good point. So now. You know, Batman is Batman in year two because he's already dealt with Batman as part of, or the Joker is part of Batman's origin story. Bar- in the this Joker universe. is part of Batman's origin, and he's already mm-hmm. got he got him in Arkham, which is to me, even though it's a deleted scene, that deleted scene reinforces that concept, and that's why he's going back to talk to him about Riddler because it's that whole we are, yeah, the two sides of the mirror. Mm-hmm. You know, though, I think they deleted the wrong scene. I, I can almost see that. That, yeah, because the worst scene in the movie, in my opinion, is the scene with the Riddler and the Joker talking. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not good. I, I hate to say that because I adore this movie in so many ways, but it they neuter the Riddler in that scene. Um, and they, uh, another podcast I was listening to say, they like make the Joker, his Lord, mm-hmm. um, yeah. in that scene, but, but, but just neutering him so fast. I'm like, what you, the Batman movies always have this problem. They can't let a villain remain villainous at the end of the movie. They have to mm-hmm. kill them. They have to dethrone them in some major way. They have to cripple them. They have to do something that means that they aren't going to be a threat ever again. Mm-hmm. Like, and they tried to build the Riddler back up, but once you've seen him like be pathetic and then see the Joker, just like manipulate him. It's like, he's never going to be in another movie that I'm going to feel like he's a substantial threat. In my opinion. Mm. Um, I can see that. And I like the deleted scene. I think that two Joker scenes would have been too much in this movie. But mm-hmm. if I got my druthers, I would have said, let's not worry about. It's also really bizarre that in like this maximum security prison, they're going to put two like insane serial killer people like right next to each other in cells to where not only can they speak to each other, but they can look at each other. And they can plot. It's, and they can right. plot. It's such a weird, oh, well, like, it's, I, I mean, it's done definitely, that it's definitely comic book jail. I mean, it's comic book jail. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. a good way of saying it. Well, see, yeah, that's what you, that's what you wanted though, isn't it? You wanted the, there you go. It's more comic book. It's not realistic. You know, Matt Reeves Matt, doing, doing a Matt solid Reeves, for Zach. Rat Meeves, Rat, Matt Reeves told me. Rat Meeves. The very beginning, Rat Meeves <laughs> told me. Nailed it. There it is. Another that's great Batman villain. Right, let me, let yeah, me write that down. Yeah. Rat Meeves. Uh, 
his initial concept for his movie was that this first one was going to be Batman going into Arkham Asylum and the whole movie was going to be in Arkham Asylum. Which would have been awesome. And I'm like, that's what I kind of wanted to see. Yeah. I'll oh, Bellinaz puts up a pretty good point. Arkham it's isn't a, a prison. prison. Yeah, you're right. But they don't really pitch it as an asylum all the time either. Like it's a, it's a blend, I feel like. It is. But you're absolutely right. To- in the comic books, it totally is though. Oh, you're right. You're right. Bellinaz is way more right than I am. Um, it's a very strong point that it's it's – that it's not meant to be a prison. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's just weird. Um, so really quickly. So we talked about the villains. I think it's important to talk about two additional key characters and yep. actually three. Let's talk Alfred for a second. Um, I, I, I love, uh, first of all, I love Andy circus. So it's yes. not fair. Yeah. It's not I, fair. I, love him. I just, I love him just as a person and his voice is butter. Whenever I'm listening to him talk on audiobooks. Uh, yeah. but I love the gravitas that he brought uh, in this. I, I just, I loved it. I loved his relationship. I love the contention between him and Bruce. Yes. That, was, that was a really, really interesting. It's the first two years. He's like, what are you doing? And it's perfect. It's mm-hmm. like, you have so much problem. There's something, there's so much other stuff you could have been doing right uh, with your life right now that your father didn't want. He didn't want this for you. And he bucked up against it. But by the end of it, they go through this thing together that it's also Alfred's, origin story mm-hmm. as alfred alfred's true yeah. place in the in the cave you know i don't know if it was the writing the or just the fact like you say that it was andy circus but i was like probably visibly smiling every time that there was mm-hmm. an alfred scene i think it was more andy circus than alfred um because i think if you would have had joe schmo in that role it still would have mm-hmm. had some interesting moments but andy circus we wanted him to be great mm-hmm. And I yeah. think that helped kind of push those scenes over the edge. And as an Alfred, he was not the you know the prim gentleman that you see in the earlier no. comics. Yeah. He was, you also he was he's also not like, yeah, exactly. You can he looks like if you rolled his sleeves up, he could go to work. Then yeah. your an ass weapon is about to ensue, yes. and you're going to be yeah. on the receiving end of it. Yeah, and you it's could, not really good. He says something at one point like, "I trained you." to defend yourself or something like that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. yep, I can believe that this Alfred did that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. So that's, that was Andy circus. And then I think, uh, Jeffrey Wright, man, if you're right, is commissioner Gordon is slow clap, kiss. baby. He's, Oh, uh, I look, I've, I've loved a lot of Gordon's out there. My favorite is always going to end up being Gary Oldman, just because I love Gary Oldman, like to the yeah. depths of my soul, love Gary Oldman. But I mean, I Jeffrey Wright, he did such a good job, and oh man, like Chef's Kiss. What what I think what I love the most about one of the things I loved also about this is how Batman was invited into the inner circle in every like like Gordon just brought him in flat out. Yep. It wasn't like they only did they didn't just hang out up on the rooftop next to the bat signal. It's like no, I'm inviting him to the crime scene. And like, and yes. like Batman shows up, cape, cowl, pointy ears, and no one's going like. Holy crap! What's going on here? They're like pulling guns out on him or anything like that. This is an established relationship and an understanding with the the boots on the ground cops and, that but they, they know but none of them like it. it. None yeah, of them and, like well, it yeah. except for Gordon. Yeah, yeah, except yeah, for Gordon. Yeah. And the the thing about Gordon, he's a good cop, a good detective, but you but Jeffrey Wright 
does it so well where he he's playing him where he is carrying the weight of the world because he mm-hmm. knows GCPD is corrupt. Mm-hmm. He knows they're outclassed. He doesn't know who he can trust other than this weird freaky dude walking around in a rubber suit with pointy ears. Mm-hmm. And you could, you just feel him like, man, I got, I got nothing. I've got, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just trying to make this city safe and I don't know mm-hmm. what the hell, hell else to do. And it's, and it goes back to our paladin episode. If anybody in, in the goth in, in the Batman universe is a paladin, it's Gordon. Hell, and definitely here, here. the Gordon played by Jeffrey Wright. Here, here. Is, His blade is, is a 38 special. Yes, he is, is. He's like, I'm here to do what I have to do because I swore mm-hmm. an oath. Yeah. Flat out. You're yeah. not going to corrupt this guy. You're not going to trick this guy. He is he is there to lay his life down to be a martyr for the law and for the people of Gotham. Yep. Jeffrey Wright killed it, man. He was, he, he uh, was that guy. He was that guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, fantastic. Uh, and I'll, I'll be honest with you. Whenever the casting first came out, I, I couldn't help but smile because I like, I had a pretty, like out of anybody else that had been in it, like they kept Paul Dano's um, him being the Riddler. They kept that under, under wraps pretty well. But whenever I saw Jeffrey Wright, I was like, oh, boy, he's going to be a good Gordon. And he really, really was. I was very Mm. pleased. I I, loved their relationship. It's like Gordon was the only person that he trusted, period, outside of the cave. Outside of Alfred, yeah. Yeah. And and what's her name? And Catwoman, which is a good segue, right? Exactly. Zoe Kravitz. Uh, Yeah, well done. She did a great job. Not yet. Not expecting that. I mean, like, I I don't think I'd ever seen her anything that I could remember I've seen her. Uh, I've seen her in a couple of things, but yeah, wow. Very, yeah, very good. Yeah, I I think really, this is the first Catwoman that I was like, yeah, she's Catwoman. Yes. Well, I don't know, man. Michelle Pfeiffer is totally Michelle Pfeiffer. Fe- well, She'll always be Catwoman to me. I mean, but a very stylized, very niche. Catwoman for me. That's what I like. Yeah. Yeah. That was my only. Yeah. Yeah, Zoe Kravitz was like, I believe that she, she's going to do Catwoman type stuff. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Like they gave her more to do and she was, she was, she held it up for the most part. Um, Mm. I did feel like that, that this is less about her and more about the plot in general. I felt like there was about, one or two too many relationship crossovers in the movie. Cause it's like Falcone is Catwoman's dad, but also he works with the penguin, but also mm-hmm. he killed Batman's dad, but also like, it was like, <laughs> it was like a, it was like a soap opera with the number of like this, you know, you killed, it was like, I don't know. There was a lot of, there was a lot of, crossover dynamic there okay so you 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 bring up uh bruce's dad yeah i thought that that whole thing where you know because because he has always been painted as a saint the the saint of gotham yeah and in this one to me it's almost like he's a desperate saint of gotham 
because it's like I'm I'm trying to help protect this city and do it do something that I need to do, and if I don't get somebody out of my way, it you know the city will crumble. And he does something that I mean he didn't want it to happen, but it whatever. Yeah. It also is the worst part of the movie as far as if there's a part in the movie where Batman is not a good investigator at all, mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. with that. Because he goes to Falcone, he's in the room, he's talking with him, and Falcone's like, he's like, you kill my dad. He doesn't really say that, but he's like, you kill my dad. And Falcone's you like, kill my dad. oh no, it's this other guy over here. <laughs> and and Batman's like, oh, thanks, pal. And like, walks out. I'm like, right, you just, just believed you- it at face well, value. And then it will, and then what got me too is like the flip-flop, right? Yeah. It's like, because they, they weren't just doing it later. to Bruce, they were doing it to us while we're yeah. watching, and they did a they did the flip way too soon. I think that was part of the problem. Yeah, it was like five Is minutes it, later, they're I like, "Yeah, ta da!" Yeah. Literally, next scene, next yeah. scene. It's like you know all that stuff that you were all ramped up and and upset about. Ah, don't worry about it. It's cool. Your dad actually was a saint. Huzzah! You know, or even well, still, what they ended up doing by by doing it the way that they did. Is that it was a it was they a, still besmirched Thomas Wayne though because Thomas yeah. still and Thomas Wayne still ended up going Tom, to a, a criminal. Right. You know what to, it was, right? right? It's and, the yeah. it's the Luke Skywalker from a certain point of view discussion, but that one had a few beats to get to. But like mm-hmm. where Obi Wan's like, well, what I mean, it's kind of that <laughs> way, but but <laughs> but. And it works over there, like you say, because you have that couple moments to breathe. But in this one, it's mm-hmm. like if Vader was like, no, Luke, I am your father. And then Luke got in his X-Wing and flew to Dagobah. And Obi-Wan's like, well, from a certain point of view. And it's like <laughs> two minutes later, like it, well, it wouldn't I, have been as meaningful. It was just I, clunky. I know what they were trying to do, was, but it, it was, was just the clunky. switch was too quick. I, I took it more like, you know, Bruce – idolized his father so much and he and mm. he saw that he did so much good for the city of Fort Wayne that it was like his one Fort Wayne. Spot. Fort Wayne. Awesome. Did I say that? <laughs> yes. He did so much for oh Fort Wayne. God. Well, you know. Oh my God. I'm tired. I'm tired. Cold open. Did, did so much for Gotham that it was kind of like Bruce's blind spot when it comes to his dad. Right. Like his dad could never do any wrong. His, yeah. And then I love the realization that I think uh, Bruce had when the Riddler went after him as Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Because it's like, Mm -hmm. because your father set this thing up to help the city and then died. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. you did nothing. You let it set and squander and it became used for organized crime and all this other stuff. And it's your fault that the city is in such ruin because of this. Uh, what they call it? The the renew the, the renewal the renewal, renewal the renewal fund. Yeah. You didn't do anything about it. You didn't police it. You didn't run the business yep. like you were supposed to. Yeah. And I think that was kind of like that switch. Like, wow, yeah. I I did, I did help all of this happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He yeah. was distracted. Well, and that's probably right. a good segue into talking about the Batman. Um, yeah. Which they insist on calling vengeance for the first half of this movie. I'm probably vengeance. because, all right, so I guess I just can't get off this soapbox. <laughs> but 
but probably because the idea of calling someone the Batman in this world feels a little silly. Um, it's like when all you're fighting against is mobsters and thugs and nobody's kind of weird yet. Calling yourself Batman and walking around in pointed ears. It, calling it yourself felt, vengeance isn't much better. It's not much better, but it, it's 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 not calling yourself an animal. <laughs> I'm an, an animal. I'm man. an ideal, not an animal. Thank you very That's much. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I identify as a attack helicopter. Yeah, yeah. it's, you know, it's like, like, I, I just wanted to hear like someone like you could just see like if he was in the nightclub and he said, I'm Batman. They would have laughed. He, they, the penguin would have laughed at it in this, mm. in this movie. Right. Like that's just not the type of movie it is for the most part. Um, but I liked it. I actually, that's part of it that I really liked, like that, that they kind of went, they thought it through and said, well, he probably doesn't call himself Batman. Because um, we have uh, we, I'm Batman. Yeah, we mm. think that Batman is cool because we have followed a million comics over the years. But when Batman yeah. first came out, famously, the the publisher was like, Batman sounds dumb. <laughs> and nobody's going to like this. Nobody's going to like this. Yeah. Um, I thought I thought it was good, like the idea of him calling himself vengeance, and the idea that he has to learn that there's a difference between vengeance and justice, and that um, that there's a component of Batman that has to be, you know, mm, uh, a modicum of hope, a modicum of hope for the masses. Now, uh, yeah, at least only squeeze. I was gonna, yeah, this isn't my thing. This isn't the thing I was talking about before. But I will say this: Batman's not hope. Batman is fear. Superman is hope. Batman is fear to the villains in that modicum uh, of hope to the, the citizens of Gotham. I'm, I disagree with that because I think that even the, the citizens of they Gotham pick, are they fe- set him afraid up. of him too. They set him up so well in that first 10 minutes of the movie where yeah. they had that great scene where he's it's like, when the signal goes out. It's even before that though. When like you, they show all the crime happening mm-hmm. and then the the back signal kicks on and all those criminals look to the sky and they're like, Oh shit. And it's like, yeah. they're like, they know that Batman can't be everywhere. He's yeah. not everywhere, but, but he, he is somewhere. somewhere, but he's he somewhere. Could be, he could be here. And they look in the yeah. shadow and he's right. He yeah. has to be, that's yeah. where he's at. I was like, right. That is such yep. a great depiction of Batman. Cool. I'm so yeah. excited. And but then by the end, it. even in fear, but, you can have hope. Because I mean, the, the the citizens of Gotham are like, yeah, he scares the crap out of me. But hopefully, he just keeps going after villains. Batman Ho- doesn't make hopefully. people hopeful. Batman, they're glad that Batman's out there. That doesn't yeah. make them hopeful, though. It's like I'm glad he's out there yeah, making them afraid, but that doesn't give me that doesn't instill any hope. In, I wouldn't think that would instill that's hope. Splitting, in people. That's splitting hairs because if because I if, don't if think he, if he's I don't out think there that's taking what, out villains, that's, that's going not to give the hope. Right people that's, hope. That's not the hope that they're selling at the end of this movie. Though. Yes, I, I I agree with you, Troy. That that you can have hope in a Batman character, but the hope that they're pitching to us at the end of this movie is not he's out there taking care of villains. It's that Batman is working for the Red Cross at the end of this mm-hmm. movie. But Batman uh, is a symbol of hope. Is the what they look? They they. He that, is, oh, he is sorry, literally like, in yeah, the daylight, yeah. out in public, 
pulling people out of wreckage and yeah, like working with paramedics. Yeah. yeah. Put, putting them on Which, stretchers and then not disappearing, but actually like hanging out on the rooftop with them and chilling yeah. until the helicopters arrive. Like that, Batman is very yeah. public in that scene I, in a way. I, very not, there's not, that's not Batman. Either. I Batman liked, is. Like, I liked that. Well, that's I, fine. I'm not I saying like that, that because I like, I like my Batman. Just, I don't want him to stay noir. I, I liked him in the shadows and like, like he should make, but, uh, but in even the average citizen should be like, do I don't want to dip into crime. I'm not, I, I didn't right. actually do anything, but I don't even, I don't want to, yeah. I'm fearful of even dipping into it because Batman is terrifying. When Batman actually got the first time he got a, a lantern ring, he got a yellow ring because he was part of the fear core. Along with, uh, with I like Sinestro. how I like how John defends his take on Batman being needing to be a symbol of fear by being like, "Listen, here's proof that Batman is is a symbol of hope." Listen, listen. In the histories of Batman, when when this judge and jury <laughs> of of morals came down from on high, it's like. <laughs> They gave him a yellow ring. Listen, this what are you is a trying fact. to say, man? This is a fact that Batman got a yellow ring. So don't co- come to me with anything other than Batman is a symbol of fear because he's a symbol of fear. History shows us that when when given a yellow ring, next he's going to be like, John. You're going to be like, well, and also there, whether he got the sorting hat placed on him, he was a Hufflepuff. <laughs> like, shut up! <laughs> shut up! Or whatever. He was just, oh, come on, come on. By the way, Superman he got the blue good. ring, which is the blue the, is the hope ring. You're Batman. welcome. Batman, clearly Ravenclaw. Yeah, sure. <laughs> he's Hufflepuff yeah. all day long. No, Deadpool no, is Hufflepuff. No, I, I uh, no, um, but no, that uh, it's tricky. That end is tricky. The end is tricky, and I'm interested to see where they go with it because mm. you could see this Batman like um, doing the Spider-Man, like the 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 stupid. Uh, Toby Maguire walk like in the black. No, like you, like you know what I'm talking about. Where Toby Maguire's to in like dance. the black suit and he's walking down oh, the street. Like, hey, dancing. how's it going? Like, <laughs> like you could see in the next movie they just start out with that and like Batman no. just walking on the street, being There's, like, "Hey guys, no, no, <laughs> do no. a good job and stay in school." And then it's you have like him school, doing a Captain America thing where kids. yeah, he turns Batman into Hulk Hogan. Well, he, he turns or Captain America from the last ones, right? Like. Yeah, doing a right. little like after school. That's right. That's right. Jesus uh, Christ. There is some this, of that at the end of this. This, like, this podcast has went to total shit. No. <laughs> that's there's definitely. No there is there's no definitely that's how way. they sell no, it at the end. Anyway, he's going to be doing finger guns. We talked about that. How do we feel about? How do we feel about him as Bruce Wayne? He's not Bruce Wayne. And he they, was never Bruce Wayne. He was always Batman. There's, that's the no. that's the only thing. It's like I never saw a distinction between him and Batman in the entire time. Exactly. That he, that he was exactly. He was always Batman. Like good or bad. Even even as Bruce, I uh, I think it's early enough in his Batman career that he does didn't see a need to have the distinction between the two. So mm-hmm. I didn't I I didn't bother it didn't bother me at all. It's fine. Yeah. Now will I, it bother you? If it, is it going to bother you if it's in the next movie and they skip ahead three years? I think that it will bother me if they don't address it somehow in the next yeah. movie. If like if he is Batman halfway through and it gets some gets somebody killed, 
you know, or somebody that's close to him or yeah. something like that. And he doesn't realize that there has to be like a, a public persona, a mask that he has to put on in public. The mask is Bruce Wayne. He is the, he is the Batman from that point forward. If they don't address it, I don't think it'll be mad necessarily. I think it'll be a missed opportunity. I think this else. movie is where he realizes, Oh, I have to be, a, I have to be Bruce Wayne too. Mm-hmm. I have to, I have to do that sometimes. Maybe. Whereas you know, Maybe. the past two years, He's been a recluse. That's true. And Batman. And he let, now, he re- let renewal go and let them, you know, uh, uh, dip from the honeypot. Yeah. Right. And it went, Without, and it, because of his, and his yeah, because he wasn't engaged as the right. Bruce Wayne's persona. And I think, I think this movie kind of shows that realization. And then the next movie, I think we will see, I think he'll have a haircut and he'll have, and he'll have, have it so haircut. old right there, Troy. I'm not gonna. No, lie. I, I think <laughs> I think that was the part it, of. It. I this, think that Batman's gonna get his act together. He's gonna get a haircut. You're the one that brought it up. <laughs> He's gonna shave his face. He's gonna put on his Sunday shoes, baby. I think that haircut that he had in this movie was a symbol of that. Yes. I don't care. I don't need to have a public face. I need. Well, to that be was Batman. his cowl. His hair was his cowl. It's the thing that he hid. Yeah, he, hid, he was hid hiding behind as as yeah. Bruce because he wanted. He was afraid to be exposed. And I think that he'll be like, you're, you're going to see him like rocking the suit and the hair is going to be yes. all slicked back and he's going to be polished and he's going to be out there taking care of the renewal stuff. Bang. bang. Yeah, right. Renewal for you. Renewal Renew- for you. Yeah. <laughs> and and doing just, that stuff. And then go. Giving out, dishing out hope left and right. Dishing out hope left and right. That's the, that's all. That's what I always thought of. That's, when that's what, that's what Bruce Wayne will be. Batman. He will be the hope. Uh, yeah, Bruce Wayne side. might be the hope. I hope that'd be a good pitch. That'd be a good turn. Though they have said Matt Reeves has said that he doesn't see uh, Bruce Wayne as a playboy as being a valid pitch. So they hmm. they'll never go that, down that road. Is, that could, that could be fair. That could be very fair. Yeah. So I I don't mind the like if they want to go with like a philanthropist Bruce Wayne. Yes, I could be okay with that. I could. Because really, when you think that. about it, a a playboy billionaire. Could not be a masked vigilante that runs around at night. All of his playboy billionaireing happens, happens at night. Yeah. So he's running mm. into work hours. So, yeah, yeah. I think he's good though. I like. I don't have any problem with Robert Pattinson as our Batman. Nope, not at all. I thought he did a great job. I yep. mean that. Yep. Good all for right. Him. So I think we could close this out by doing a really fun final question. Okay. Um, if you, if Matt Reeves called you up tomorrow and says, Hey John, I'm struggling. I need to pick a villain for this next movie. Mm. Who, who does Batman need to go up against? Who are we going to pick? Oh man. Well, you, you want to do one that they haven't done before. So that rules out Scarecrow. When I, and I say that they haven't done before recently. I think pretty much everything uh, since the Nolan films, the, all of that's off the table. I would not go to the Joker. I would maybe go to the Joker after a third. If they were doing it as a trilogy film set, I would do the Joker last as the kind of the big finale. Uh, hmm. The Riddler is the one that I wanted them to do. That's the one that I got. Um of all of his rogues gallery members, God, that's tough because they've, they've gone. He's gone through. They've pretty much gone through all the really great ones. 
are the biggest ones, which is funny too, because I actually did a, some, when I did some research prior to this, the Joker was like a, or not Joker, but the Riddler was a, a B list villain at most until, um, until the, uh, until Jim Carrey did him. And I did not like that. Yeah. Uh, that's tough, man. I don't, I, I don't know that I have anything, even off the top. Uh, the ones that I'm thinking of are like, are the fantastic ones like Solomon Grundy and, uh, which I don't, wouldn't, I wouldn't have Solomon. I wouldn't do Solomon Grundy or Clayface or, um, Killer Croc. God, that's tough. Uh, pass. Let me, let me think about that for a second. Do you have one? Maybe hey, I'll, right. I'll come back around to you thinking. Uh, I think it might be kind of neat to do Ra's al Ghul. See, they already did Ra's al Ghul, though. Yeah, but I mean, you could That's do the fine. more... I mean, you, they did Ra's and Batman because, I mean, you're the one that put the, the, the restraints on yourself, not me. That's fair. <laughs> That's true. But I mean, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I'm actually having to look it up, like Batman villains. Um, I think I have one whenever you're done, or at least something. Tell I'm me. Sitting here thinking about it now. Tell me. Okay. Yeah, that, that's another one. Same thing. So. Yeah, I would think that uh, I'd like to see the Court of Owls. The Court of Owls would be cool. The Court uh, of Owls would be like a good, like, like an encompassing. They probably have to do some jury rigging in order for if they wanted to make like a villain. Um, yeah. Like, that's my problem with Court of Owls. Yeah, you don't have like, one central like bad that story. I like that story. Mm-hmm. Of what about what about maybe Black Mask, Deathstroke, mm-hmm. Hush? That's what I would do. I would do Hush. But you don't think kinda, Hush is too close to Riddler? They kind of. They kind I mean, of. I mean, they're similar, I guess. But but yeah, they, because they've doesn't been he call takes. himself Hush at one point? No, but but there's a there's a newspaper that that has the big that calls him Hush or something like that in the thing, but not, I'm not talking about in the movie. I'm talking about the comics. Doesn't the Riddler call himself? Yes. Yeah, there's an point? iteration where he is. And in, uh, in alt universes, sometimes <clears throat> the Riddler is called Hush, but in other places, he is a completely separate individual who is very similar to Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. I've got, I have one, another one then How about um, one that they haven't done yet. That to me is one of the, <laughs> Now he's not the major major in the major majors, but he's like a B plus is uh, Mad Hatter. Mm-hmm. But I think that'd be, and you could you could almost go in the same direction that you did with the Riddler, though, mm-hmm. or something like that. Where it was like a serial killer uh, type, or uh, if you want to go like the full Arkham Asylum vibe and lean really hard into that, you go Hugo Strange. Make that the villain. Hugo Strange would be a good one too. Um, I like Hugo Strange a lot. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, then that um, way you could, if you want to make it like a film about, like the movie is him being like stuck in Arkham or whatever, then that would be the direction I would go in with it. <clears throat> All right. Well, I'm gonna pitch. Um, I'll pitch. I love uh, Troy's uh, Troy cell of uh, Black Mask. Um, mm that's a great choice for this type of a series. I think, um, cause it's, it's very, it's largely grounded, but he is, especially if you go like the Roman Sionis angle, he is a despicable 
person. Mm-hmm. And that could be a really interesting pitch. Um, but um, I also think you could go with, I think if you wanted to do something really weird, you could do a red hood. And you, you could see, in order to do it. the red hood though, you've got to have a Robin. No, because well, you could do Red Hood as he was the original Red Hood. Pre-Rob, pre-Rob. Well, the wasn't the Red Hood originally the Joker? The Joker. Once yeah. upon a time, but but, but you I, I just that. you could split. I that. want him as I want him as um, Jason a, Todd. Yeah, or just as someone who is emulating Batman, but is like two steps further, similar in what we see here with the Riddler. In, in some ways. What about uh, Azrael? Yes, Azrael would be great. I liked Azrael. Azrael would me. be great. I did. I liked I liked, I liked I was Jean, with Jean-Paul Valet. I was with, uh, I was 100% with Dick Grayson on that, and I hated his guts. The good old oh, Dick yeah. Grayson always hated Azrael, and he always should have. Him and, uh, who was it? Uh, Tim Drake? Mm-hmm. Never, I'm never not saying you're Azrael. wrong. I'm just saying. That was a cool character. Yeah. Uh, and then I think my last one that I would throw out as like a, ooh, I can see this one working well in this type of thing is two face mm-hmm. and give him a Especially full movie to just, yeah. Mm. Yeah. A yeah. good, a good two face. You know, I think Aaron Eckhart's two face would have been great, great, but they didn't give him enough. On his, yeah. On his own. He was two face for like 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he. Yeah, I think he, I think you could have a great Two Face. Two Face in the Arkham game series is just a great, great villain, um, and I would love to see them port him over. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think it's gonna have to be that route. I mean, there's just we can't we don't get the whole list to choose from when we're looking at this type of a Batman movie, um, um, which is which is a little bit disappointing, but. Um, uh, we get enough cool ones that I think you could do some really fun stuff with. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, all right. Well, then, uh, anything else we need to cover, fellas, before we uh, close out for the evening? I'll, I will do this because I've gushed over this movie quite a bit. My one negative. Oh, yeah. My mm-hmm. one. It was two hours and 45 minutes. Yep. And it could have been about a good 10 minutes shorter. 10 to 15. And... It felt like it had fifteen endings. Oh, it it's felt like you felt like of... like it got up to the momentum. You're like third act, cool. I know where I kind of know where we're at in the movie now at this point in the story, and we're done. Hang on a second, no crap. We gotta. We only finished that part yeah. of the story with Catwoman and with Falcone. Okay, now we gotta finish up the thing with the Riddler. No, that's not done yet. We gotta do this thing over here. No, hang on a second. We gotta do this. It just felt like there was like they had all of these the spaghetti noodles splayed out on the table and then they were trying to tie up all of the loose ends yeah. in the last 45 minutes and it just oh man there was just like it, it yeah. felt like a lot in the very ending there my my yeah. beef my beef was waiting through the entire credits for, oh, yeah. for, <laughs> for that, that quote unquote stinger. end scene yeah it's yeah. like hmm that's yeah. that's what you give me I googled I, uh, that one first. I was like, "Yeah, nope, I did too." Yeah, it's like, nope. "Nope, I'm out." Well, I it's just that I googled it and saw, "Yes, there's an end scene." It's like, "Okay, cool." Yeah, right. I didn't read the uh, rest of it. It's like question mark. Oh, yeah. <sighs> That's it. Otherwise, though, like 
I don't mind a three hour long movie or even a four hour long movie. I, for God's sake, I sat through the entire Zack Snyder cut of the Justice League. Yeah. That, that's not the problem. It just felt like it either could have been tr- like trimmed up just a bit, the fat on the on the back end of it a little bit, to where it just felt like there were just points in it, in it where it's like it could have ended there and were probably good, but there was more that they had to end up doing. It's like multiple endings to uh like return, <laughs> the return of the king, of the king. Yeah. yeah where it's like and it's done oh hang on a second but it wasn't like a prologue type of ending like lord of, like return of the king which i, I loved so anyway i i could there that's the a, one nitpick that i've got though and it's really not even that big a deal there was a lot mm-hmm. of, of you know, dramatic staring going on in the movie that they probably there was. could have yep. oh yeah shortened like, down a little bit smolder. honestly i think the thing that it, if you're gonna cut anything you could have cut one or two scenes or at least chopped down tight with Catwoman and one or two scenes with Alfred, because mm. I think we got a little bit more than we actually needed. Not that they were bad at all, but like we got a lot of ba- mm. Alfred and we got a lot of Catwoman. And I don't think we needed that much to get a sense for those characters. So I mm-hmm. think you could have gotten rid of, like you say, about 10, 15 minutes just by getting there. So. All right. Well, there you go. There is a, uh, whole episode on the Batman. And I don't think it was, I mean, we were definitely spoilery, but it wasn't just like a walkthrough of the movie. Yeah. So. Well, that was all right. Um, minor spoilers at best. Minor spoilers at best. Yeah. 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 Okay. Whew. Well, so let's do a little prelude. Um, I'm working on getting someone in our interview cycle for next Sunday. So we'll see about that. Oh yeah. Chatting I'm up working. a couple people from, the con. I'm, I'm, working on, I'm working on a couple people myself. So Sunday we will probably have an interview at the end, and then we will dive back into regular topics next uh, Tuesday. <sighs> All right, fellas. It's been a long one. Thank you for it's hanging out. Um, geez, Louise, we should talk about chat. Um, Velonize, really appreciate you hanging in there. Bear Droid, uh, Fusion, um, Let's see, goodness gracious, who all was in there? Hito, uh, Master of Dungeons, uh, Ella's dad, Tyler, Bear Droid, uh, Gabriel, Girk was this out this there. RPG? Sir Isaac? Yeah. yeah, Sir Isaac. Commander Root. Commander yeah. Root. Rep- Ulysses. That, that, that. Mitch. Te- Texas. Texas. Yep, Fusion. Jeez. Fusion was out there. Here we got Girk. a Shy Puff. Not sure what the Shy Puff is. Hirohito. Yep. There you go, though. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, folks, for hanging out with us. And I guess uh, until next week, we'll see you next time. Play great games and go watch the Batman. Yeah. And uh, stay safe out there. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) jeez. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode and you want to continue the conversation with us, go ahead and head on over to our Discord. There's a link in the show notes, and you can always shoot us a message on Facebook to get a link there as well. Uh, While you're at it, if you wouldn't mind, give us a like on Facebook. Give us a subscription over here on your podcast feed. Uh, Give us a review and some stars while you're at it. That would be awesome. That's the way we get in front of more people. And if you want to watch a live show, we're live almost every Sunday and Tuesday on Twitch and YouTube, and you can find links to all of that right there in the Discord. We'll see you next time.
All right, stream ended. <laughs> <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> oh my god, man. 